Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by the ever-knowledgeable Jen. How are you doing today? Jen? Hi, Tom. I'm doing great. Excited to dive into today's topic. We have an interesting and complex topic to discuss today. It's all about the ID algorithm and when it fails. Absolutely. The ID algorithm is crucial for identifying interventional distributions in graphical causal models. But sometimes, despite its soundness and completeness, it fails to identify certain distributions. Today, we'll explore why that happens and discuss a paper titled When Does the ID Algorithm Fail? by Ilya Spitzer. That's right, Tom. In this paper, Spitzer examines the ID algorithm's failures and provides insights into when those failures occur. He begins by providing an overview of graphical causal models and the concept of identification of causal effects. Causal models allow us to quantify the causal effect of treatment variables on outcome variables. Using counterfactual variables, these models are often represented by directed acyclic graphs or DAGs. They help us make inferences about causal parameters from observed data if those parameters are identified. Exactly. But things get more complicated when hidden variables come into play. Identifying interventional distributions becomes more challenging in these cases. That's where the ID algorithm comes in. It tackles identification questions in causal systems with hidden variables. Spitzer then introduces a key concept in this paper. The Hedge Criterion. The Hedge Criterion aims to characterize situations when the ID algorithm fails to identify its input distribution based on a graphical structure called the Hedge. Yes. But surprisingly, Spitzer points out that Corollary 3 from a previous reference paper is incorrect as stated. To support this claim, he provides a simple counterexample to corollary 3, demonstrating that the hedge structure does not always imply algorithm failure. And that's where the real intrigue lies. Spitzer goes on to discuss the modern presentation of the id algorithm, providing several graphical characterizations of when it fails to identify its input distribution. He focuses on intrinsic sets and sea forests rooted in certain variables. Finally, Spitzer presents three equivalent characterizations of situations when the ID algorithm fails. These include the existence of a hedge, some intrinsic sets not being identified, or the presence of certain subsets within the reachable closure. It's incredible how Spitzer demystifies these complex concepts and presents them in an accessible manner. This paper not only challenges previous claims but also offers valuable insights into understanding when and why the ID algorithm fails. Indeed, Tom, this research helps us gain a deeper understanding of graphical causal models and their limitations. It's essential for anyone working with causal inference or interested in uncovering causal relationships from data. Absolutely. 
So stay tuned as we dive deeper into this paper and unpack the intricacies of when the ID algorithm fails. We'll bring you all the insights and explanations you need to grasp this fascinating topic. That's right. Tom, get ready for an enlightening journey through graphical causal models and identification challenges. With Ilya Spitzer as our guide. So grab your favorite beverage. Sit back. And let's explore when does the ID algorithm fail? Together. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, fellow couch potatoes. Are you tired of losing your remote? Or maybe you're just sick of fumbling through a million buttons and functions? Well, have we got the solution for you. Introducing Remote Rama, the magic remote emporium. That's right. Folks, at Remote Rama, we've brewed up some serious magic to bring joy and simplicity to your TV watching experience. Just imagine this, with our super-powered magic remotes. Not only will you never lose it again, but also it will summon snacks from thin air. Picture this scenario. No more searching through cushions or rummaging behind that dusty old TV. Stand. With Remotorama's patented, telecheck, feature. Your magical remote will magically float back into its designated spot every time. But wait, there's more. Our advanced technology can detect when you're dozing off during boring infomercials. With the wave of a wand. I mean, dot the flick of a finger on your handy-dandy witchcrafted controller. Tom. Whispering. Uh, Jen. Are we doing Harry Potter or late-night shopping here? Jen. Whispering. Oops. Sorry, Tom. Got carried away with the magic thing. Tom. Whispering. All right, then. Let's get back on track. Music fades down. Anyway, with just one button press using our reality shifting power up feature called binge boost, all those tedious ads vanish into thin air while finding epic new shows to watch. Instantly, Tom, excitedly, genius, you'll be like a Jedi master controlling your TV universe effortlessly. No channel surfboarding required. Music fades back in. Tom and Jen. In unison. So why wait? Head on over to Remote Rama. The Magic Remote Emporium today and experience the true magic of TV. Jingle. Musical note Remote Rama. Remote Rama. Making TV watching a Tihi drama. Musical note. And remember folks. When you purchase your magical remote at Remote. Uh. Remo Rama. Wait. What was it again? It's Remote Rama, Tom. But no worries. You don't need a remote to find them. Just visit www.remoterama.com and enter the magical world of simplified entertainment. Music fades out. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Name. I'm Tom. Joined here by my amazing co-host Jen. How's it going, Jen? Hi, Tom. I'm doing great, excited for today's episode. How about you? Oh, I'm really excited too. Today we have a fascinating paper to discuss titled Incentive Theoretic Bayesian Inference for Collaborative Science. 
The paper explores how statistical methods can be adapted to address the complexities of collaborative scientific research. It was written by Stephen Bates, Michael I, Jordan, Michael Skler, and Jake A. Soloff and was published on July 10, 2023. That sounds really interesting. Tom, contemporary scientific research is truly a team effort involving researchers, regulatory institutions, funding agencies, commercial partners, and scientific bodies. It's important for statistical methods to acknowledge these interactions and incentivize rigorous scientific practices. Absolutely. And that's exactly what this paper aims to achieve. The authors delve into the world of hypothesis testing in collaborative science when different parties involved have different incentives and private prior beliefs about an unknown parameter. That's a complex topic but understanding it is crucial for maintaining scientific rigor in today's research landscape. The paper presents a framework where a principle, e.g., a policymaker or regulator, wants to make decisions based on an unknown parameter value while taking into account the private prior beliefs of an agent, e.g., a researcher or pharmaceutical company. Exactly. The agent can choose whether to conduct the statistical trial based on their private prior belief. The result of this trial is then used by the principal to reach a decision. This framework allows the principal to design policies that elucidate partial information about a agent's private prior beliefs and control the posterior probability of the null hypothesis. Wow! This has far-reaching implications including the choice of significance threshold in clinical trials. The paper suggests that the type 1 error level should be set to be strictly less than the cost of the trial divided by the firm's profit if the trial is successful. That's a fascinating guideline. Jen. It shows how economic principles can be combined with statistical principles in a socio-technical system like collaborative science. I'm really excited to dive deeper into this paper and explore the implications it has for scientific research. Definitely. Tom, we'll explore how an incentive-theoretic perspective sheds light on Bayes' frequentist duality and leads to new guidelines for statistical analysis, taking into account agents with incorrect priors as well. This paper really opens up a new way of thinking about statistical inference in collaborative science. It certainly does. Jen, I can't wait to learn more about it. So, stay tuned listeners as we dive into this intriguing paper on incentive-theoretic Bayesian inference for collaborative science. Get ready for an informative and entertaining discussion where we break down complex topics in an intuitive way. Don't miss it. Stay tuned for the next episode of Podcast Name. Until then, keep exploring and keep learning. Upbeat music playing. Musical note welcome back to the Tom and Jen show. Where we bring you all the laughs and weirdness you could ever want. And speaking of weirdness, we have a new sponsor today. Dragon Fidel Delights. That's right. Tom, 
Dragonfiddle Delights is here to delight your taste buds with their magical musical munchies. But let me tell you, folks, these snacks are not your average chips and dip. Oh no, they certainly aren't. These munchies have been magically infused by the most talented dragons in the land. Only at Dragonfiddle Delights will your taste buds be serenaded by symphonies of flavors. Imagine this, listeners, biting into a potato chip that tastes like Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Sweet or popping a cheese puff. That plays Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata in your mouth. I gotta say, Jen, it's one wild experience. Just last night I popped a pretzel twist that had me breakdancing like Fred Astaire while reciting Shakespearean sonnets. And let me tell you about their magical chocolate bars. It's like Willy Wonka himself dabbled in music. One bite transports you to an ethereal symphony hall as Mozart tickles your taste buds. It truly is an out-of-this-world adventure for your senses. But wait, there's more. With each bag of munchies comes a free mini fiddle toy for all those spontaneous jam sessions. A short pause. Jen. Whispering. Oh ho. Tom. Whispering. Did we lose them? Rustling sound effect. Both. Normal voice. Thanks again to our sponsors at Dragon Fiddle Delights. Bringing magic and harmony together in every crunchy bite. Upbeat music fades out. Tune in next week for more weirdness, laughter, and of course, plenty of dragon-inspired delights. Until then, folks, an orchestra of flavor awaits. Stay magical and keep snacking. Everybody, podcast outro music plays. Announcer, The Tom and Jen Show. Where things get delightfully delirious. Brought to you by Dragon Fiddle Delights. Munch on the magic. Go to www.dragonfiddledelights.com to order yours today. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Today, we have an exciting topic to discuss, the paper titled QI Gen. Generating efficient kernels for quantized inference on large language models. This paper focuses on a new automatic code generation approach for supporting quantized generative inference on large language models. That's right, Tom. In this episode, we will dive into the world of quantized inference and explore how this approach can lead to high performance and high accuracy when executing large language models on CPUs, even with limited computational power. Absolutely. It's fascinating to see how the computational envelope of generative workloads allows for executing these models on devices with less computational power. And that's where quantization-based methods come into play. Yes, indeed. Quantization is an efficient compression technique that reduces memory utilization by representing data using a limited number of values. The authors of this paper have developed a method called QIGen, which generates customized efficient implementations of low-level matrix operations required for multiplication operations on quantized variants of weight matrices. That sounds really impressive and quite complex. 
But don't worry if it sounds confusing at first because we will break it down and explain it in simpler terms as we go along. Absolutely. Tom, we want to ensure that our listeners can understand even the most complex topics in an intuitive way. So, throughout this episode, we'll take you step by step through the concepts presented in the paper and provide real life examples to make things easier to grasp. Exactly. We'll also explore the results and findings from their experiments, including comparisons with existing solutions like Lama.cpp. And as always, we'll discuss the implications and potential future directions for this research. It's going to be an informative and entertaining discussion about cutting-edge research in the field of generating efficient kernels for quantized inference on large language models. So, let's get started with our deep dive into QIGen. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Today we have a really interesting topic to discuss. So let's jump right into it. That's right, Tom. Today we're going to be talking about a paper titled QIGen. Generating efficient kernels for quantized inference on large language models. Now, I know that title sounds really complex. But don't worry. We're going to break it down and explain everything in an intuitive way. Absolutely. Jen. So let's start by explaining what exactly this paper is about. The authors of this paper have developed a new automatic code generation approach for supporting quantized generative inference on large language models. Right, Tom. And when we talk about quantized inference, we're referring to a technique that compresses data to reduce memory utilization. In this case, the authors are specifically looking at large language models like LAMA or OPT. Exactly. These large language models have become really popular because of their impressive performance in tasks like text generation. However, running these models on devices with limited computational power can be challenging due to their large parameter counts. That's where quantization comes in. The authors propose a series of methods that reduce the bit width of the data types used for storing weights and activations in these models. This helps minimize memory usage while still maintaining acceptable levels of accuracy. Right. Jen. And one of the main challenges they address in this paper is the efficient system support for these compressed numerical formats when running these models on user devices like CPUs. Jen. Exactly. Tom. an energetic music playing. Hey there, podcast pals. We want to tell you about our amazing sponsor for today's episode. Kaleidoplasm Inc. The masters of all things weird and wonderful. That's right. Tom, are you tired of living in a world of boring colors? Well, say hello to Kaleidoplasm Inc. Where they'll inject a dose of crazy into your life. Exactly. Picture this. You're walking down the street. Everything seems ordinary. Until asterisk bam asterisk kaleidoplasm hits your eyes. Suddenly, the sky is purple with glittering polka dots. And don't forget about your office job. 
Ditch those mundane cubicle walls and say hello to an explosion of vibrant hues that'll make even Monday mornings look like fiesta time. Not only does Kaleidoplasm offer mind-bending color upgrades, but they also have wacky shapes on demand. Imagine walking into a meeting with triangular co-workers or sitting down on a chair that's shaped like whatever shape fools your senses. Laughs that sounds ridiculously awesome. But wait, there's more. Special offer just for our listeners. Tom. Whispering. Pissed Jen. What is it again? Jen. Whispering. A lifetime supply of kaleidoscope socks. Tom. Excitedly. Right. With every purchase from Kaleida Plasm Inc. Listeners who use code podcast kaleidoscope will receive not one, both together enthusiastically but two pairs of kaleidoscope socks perfect for when you want funky feet to match your newfound kaleidoscopic world jingle plays in background both together with full energy turn up the weirdness dial on everything around you with kaleidoplasm inc embrace chaos add colors to your life and dance a happy jig when you look in the mirror Use code podcast kaleidoscope and join the psychedelic revolution today. Music fades out. Wow, Jen. I'm telling you, our listeners are in for a wild ride with Kaleidoplasm Inc. Absolutely. Tune in next time for more laughs and sponsors who don't mind bending reality just a little bit. Until then, folks, stay weird. Both together, excitedly. Bye. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Science and Technology Today. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss, the world of robotics and its ability to solve complex sequential tasks. And guess what? It involves a paper with a rather intriguing title, Robotic Manipulation Network. Roman. Hybrid Hierarchical Learning for Solving Complex Sequential Tasks. That's quite a mouthful. But fear not, dear listeners, as we've got you covered. In today's episode, we'll delve into this paper and explore how the Robotic Manipulation Network, Roman, tackles the challenge of solving multiple complex tasks over long time horizons. Absolutely. Tom. Embodied artificial intelligence faces significant hurdles when it comes to solving long sequential tasks. It's no easy feat for a robotic system to perform diverse manipulation tasks with precision and adaptability. And that's where Roman comes in. This novel framework combines three important techniques, behavioral cloning, imitation learning, and reinforcement learning to achieve task versatility and robust failure recovery. Exactly. Roman consists of a central manipulation network that coordinates an ensemble of neural networks specialized in distinct sub-tasks. By leveraging these specialized experts, Roman is capable of generating correct sequential actions for solving complex long-horizon manipulation tasks. That's fascinating. Jen, I can't wait to dive deeper into how Roman orchestrates these experts and achieves adaptive 
behaviors beyond mere demonstrations. And let's not forget its robustness against sensory noises. Absolutely. Tom, this research opens up new possibilities for autonomous manipulation tasks that demand adaptive motor skills. Imagine robots being able to successfully complete complex everyday tasks like picking up objects or pouring water. Talk about a game changer. So in today's episode, we'll explore the significance and versatility of Roman's dynamic adaptability. We'll uncover how this framework enables autonomous failure recovery capabilities and discuss its potential impact on various autonomous manipulation tasks. It sounds like an incredible journey into the world of robotics and intelligent learning. By the end of this episode, our listeners will have a better understanding of how Roman works and appreciate its potential for revolutionizing robotics. That's right. Jen. So buckle up and get ready to embark on an entertaining and informative ride through the world of Robotic Manipulation Network. Roman. Hybrid Hierarchical Learning for Solving Complex Sequential Tasks. Stay tuned. Folks. In just a moment, we'll dive into the details of this groundbreaking paper with our expert guest. Theme music fades. Welcome back. Everyone. We're about to dig deep into the world of robotic manipulation with our special guest but before we do that, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back with more fascinating insights into Roman and its hybrid hierarchical learning approach. Commercial break. Theme music fades. Welcome to another episode where science and technology intersect with everyday life. I'm your host Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we have an exciting topic to discuss, Robotic Manipulation Network. Roman. Hybrid Hierarchical Learning for Solving Complex Sequential Tasks. Now that's quite a mouthful. It sure is. Jen. But don't worry, in today's episode, we're going to break it down for you in an easy-to-understand way. We'll delve into Roman's innovative approach to solving complex sequential tasks using hybrid hierarchical learning. Exactly right. Tom, the field of robotics faces significant challenges when it comes to solving long sequential tasks. It requires a combination of high-level planning and fine-grained motor control, not an easy task. That's where Roman comes in. It's designed to address these challenges by combining three key techniques. Behavioral cloning, imitation learning, and reinforcement learning. By leveraging these techniques, Roman can adapt and generate correct sequential actions for solving complex long horizon manipulation tasks. This flexibility allows robots to tackle a wide range of tasks effectively. That sounds very promising. I can't wait to learn more about how Roman achieves this adaptability and what sets it apart from existing approaches. Well, you're in luck, Tom. In this episode, we will explore Roman's hybrid hierarchical learning approach in detail. We'll discuss its architecture, the specialized experts within the system, and how they work together to solve complex tasks. Fantastic. It sounds like we have an exciting episode ahead. 
Stay tuned as we dive deep into robotic manipulation network. Roman. Hybrid hierarchical learning for solving complex sequential tasks. Theme music fades. Upbeat jazzy music playing in the background. Host 1. Tom. Hey there. Podcast pals. We have a brand new sponsor that's out of this world. Quite literally. Host 2. Jen. That's right. Tom. Intergalactic Disco Ball Rentals Inc. Is here to turn your dull events into interstellar parties. SFX. Cosmic Twinkles. Imagine this. You are throwing a party on Earth. And suddenly. Bam. You realize something is missing. Oh no. But fear not because Intergalactic Disco Ball Rentals Inc. Has got your back with their revolutionary disco balls transported straight from outer space. Talk about bringing the party vibes to infinity and beyond. SFX. Rocket soaring. Exactly. These disco balls are made from real supernova crystals found in distant galaxies. They're so mesmerizing. Even aliens refuse to abduct them for fear of never wanting to leave Earth again. Jen chuckles. Now that's some serious extraterrestrial endorsement right there. Imagine how jaws will drop when your guests witness the magic of an intergalactic dance floor. Glowing above them. SFX. Crowd cheering. And don't worry. Folks. These cosmic glitter bombs won't break the bank. Intergalactic Disco Ball Rentals Inc. Offers affordable prices that are astronomically low compared to other competitors' astronomical prices. Asterisk wink. Jen giggles. So grab those dancing shoes and strap on your space helmets because it's time for an unforgettable night filled with shimmering stardust and funky alien moves. Tom starts beatboxing with sound effects mimicking a disco beat. Singers. Harmonizing. Intergalactic. Disco. Ball rentals. Announcer. Speeding up voice. Call now at 1-800-GLOW-UP-AND-PARTY-LIKE-IT'S-THE-END-OF-THE-UNIVERSE. Intergalactic Disco Ball Rentals Inc. Where Earth Meets Galactic Grooves. SFX. Outro music fades with a funky disco beat. Well, folks. If you're looking for an epic celebration that's out of this world, look no further than our sponsor, Intergalactic Disco Ball Rentals Inc. They'll make your parties the cosmic event everyone talks about for light years to come. So grab your dancing shoes. And maybe even a spacesuit? This is one party you won't want to miss. Tom and Jen. Together. Thanks for listening to our Podpalooza extravaganza. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have an interesting and complex topic to discuss. We're diving into the world of homogenization for elliptic operators. That's right, Jen. Homogenization theory is a powerful technique used to simplify partial differential equations. PDS. By eliminating their small-scale dependence. Absolutely. Tom. In the field of continuum mechanics. 
Homogenization theory is crucial for deriving constitutive laws that incorporate microscale physics into macroscopic quantities of interest, such as stresses or strains in materials. However, obtaining homogenized constitutive laws can be challenging because they often don't have an analytic form and can exhibit phenomena not present at the microscale. And that's where data-driven learning comes into play. The authors propose using data-driven methods to learn these constitutive laws instead of relying on traditional analytical approaches. This approach has proven successful in other fields like computer vision and language models. But here's the twist. Gen. Learning in this context becomes even more challenging because of the presence of discontinuities and corner interfaces in the material being studied. These discontinuities affect the smoothness of the solutions of the underlying equations, making it harder to learn accurate constitutive laws. Absolutely, Tom. And that's why this paper is so interesting. The authors tackle this unexplored challenge of learning homogenized constitutive laws for elliptic operators in the presence of these complexities. They develop approximation theory and perform numerical experiments to validate their findings. So let's start by explaining what homogenization theory is all about. Continue with detailed explanation. Background music playing. Hey folks. Welcome back to the award-winning Tom and Jen podcast. You know what's out of this world? What's that, Tom? Planet Balloon Travel Agency. They're sponsoring our show today and boy, are they something else. Wait a minute. Did you say balloon travel? That's right. Jen, if you are tired of regular old planes or boring road trips, Planet Balloon has got the solution for you. So instead of being stuck in traffic for hours on end, or waiting in long lines at the airport, you can float above it all in a gigantic balloon. Tom, excitedly, can you imagine it? Just picture yourself leisurely floating through fluffy clouds with nothing but breathtaking views. Jazzy elevator music starts. Narrator. With enthusiasm. Are you tired of cramped airplane seats? Sick of mundane destinations? Well fear no more because Planet Balloon is here to fulfill your wildest travel dreams. Audience cheering sounds. Jen. Unbelievingly. But wait. How do these gigantic balloons work? Tom shrugs. Narrator. Explaining. It's simple really. Our highly trained balloon pilots will expertly navigate your journey while keeping turbulence to a minimum. And don't worry about losing altitude. We have skilled bird trainers on board just in case. Awkward silence. Tom. Chuckling. Sounds like quite an adventure. And what about accommodations? Narrator. Confidently. Oh yes. We've got that covered too. Stay overnight in our luxurious hot air balloon hotels with state-of-the-art facilities. Mini fridges filled with helium-infused snacks included. Laughter from audience. Jen. Amazed and puzzled whispering to Tom. How do they keep the beds from floating away? Tom. Grinning. Magic. My friend. Pure travel magic. Narrator. But wait. There's more. 
Each voyage also includes a complementary in-flight balloon animal sculpting class taught by world-renowned balloon artists. Audience gasps. Jen. Excitedly. So while I'm up amongst the clouds, I could learn how to create an extravagant poodle or even a giant squid out of balloons. Narrator. Absolutely. Jen. Be prepared to master your very own balloon menagerie. Cheerful music fades out. Well folks, if you're ready to take your vacation to new heights, literally, then Planet Balloon Travel Agency is for you. Travel like never before and let your journey soar away on a sea of balloons? Both hosts burst into laughter. You got it. Remember folks, visit Planet Balloon today and make your travel dreams float off into the sunset. Jen. Giggling. We'll be back right after this short break. More adventures await us on Tom and Jen podcast. SFX. Balloon popping.